Hello Amy Talks listeners and welcome to another episode. Today we're talking about hashtag delete Facebook and what impact social media has on our lives. If you spend all, all day on your phone like me, then you may want to give this one a listen. So in terms of a good news story today, I found a story on the Good News Network and it's a boy called Judah Tyerman, and he has a rock and mineral mineral museum. It says he's spent the last two years mowing lawns, selling jewellery, and performing other odd jobs so he could run a cellular mineral and gel museum in Radisson. All of the money that Judah earned, he would use to buy more specimens and pay rent and keep the museum open to the public. And he's a 13-year-old boy, and he arrived at the museum last Sunday to find that someone had robbed the place. Many of his most valuable pieces were kept safe, but Thief had taken the museum's donation jar, a piece of rare ocean jasper worth about $3,000, and several other treasured materials. But once the public got wind of, of the robbery on social media, donations and offers of assistance started pouring in from everywhere. One museum volunteered to donate all of their duplicates to Judah's Museum, geologists offering to send treasures from their own collection... They, he set up a GoFundMe page and it's raised £7,000 in a single day and people are still donating. So it does show the power of what social media can do and how it can help people in their hour of need. I'll also put this up on Twitter and Facebook if you would like to give it a read. So the main part of today's discussion is all about hashtag delete Facebook and people are threatening to delete Facebook because of a company called Cambridge Analytica who allegedly, now I can't say they did because it hasn't been proved yet, but they allegedly stole millions of users' data after after they used quizzes on Facebook. And then they allegedly used the data that they had collected to influence the presidential election in the US. Mark Zuckerberg isn't seen to do much about it until he was forced to and he took out a full page ad in the British newspapers and people are saying that it's not enough but you can only do so much when nothing's actually been proved which I think is a good point but also today it was he refused to answer ministers questions and said that he would send an assistant over which basically shows that he doesn't really care I personally think he did quite well under the pressure and uh, it does actually say in their data use policy that when you use the party apps, websites or other services that you use or are integrated with our services, they may receive information about what you post or share. That is an actual quote from their data use policy. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg can't really be blamed um, as it is out when you sign up and just shows really, to me anyway, how much social media sites collect about you and how much they have on your whereabouts and where you've been and what you're doing and your life you know uh, they can see who your friends are and everything else in social media in general times are changing uh, facebook and social media sites in general and lots of people i think now after this are going to be wising up to changes and what of theirs is going to be being used by these sites so a lot of people a lot more people are going to read the terms and conditions and possibly delete their accounts if they if they don't think that they think that their the site is being too invasive on their life 
I don't think it's going to have a massive impact on Facebook's users. I mean, it has like 2.2 billion users, so not every one of them is going to delete their Facebook account away. In terms of personally, for me, I use Facebook for both personal and business reasons, and I also use it at work. I use it to market this show and uh, schedule posts about about what's going on. It can be a powerful tool, as we have see, as we saw in the good news story with everyone running around um, Judah. But it can also, sh- as, as I've mentioned, show so much of their life. Actually, um, Ryland Clark's husband, Dan, did a, on the Tonight programme on ITV just before Christmas, he did an experiment where he offered to wrap people's presents if they liked the kind of fake company's Facebook page. What he then did was he looked on their profile and asked them questions about what was on there. So, like, they'd get into a conversation while he was wrapping his, their presents and then they would say, oh, how, how was your trip to New York last, last year? Like, And they'd be like, how do you know that? And he said, because of the Facebook page, because you put it on there. And it's visible for everyone to see. And it was a really interesting experiment. So if I can find the link to a video of it or the episode or something, I will definitely share it. You can you can see what impact sharing that kind of level of information and not changing your privacy settings has on what strangers know about you. Because it also can lead to identity theft as well. There was a great advert by Barclays, actually, that proved this. They took all the images from um, somebody's Instagram and Facebook and they just moved into a new house so they knew their address. They knew their date of birth because they put photos about them being 25 or whatever it was and they um, showed a picture of their credit card and the thief took all of their credit card information there and they created a loan or a credit card or something in their name and then presumably went and spent it. And that advert was really, really good, actually, in showing what not having privacy settings can do and, and how how much of your life online is being used by these people to exploit you and your name. But they are going to be looking at every app they have on there and um, seeing whether changes need to be made to to the permissions for users and what these companies can get from you from your Facebook page because mostly it's like name, age but the ones that are particularly I think particularly dangerous are the ones that can post on Facebook on your behalf and use basically all of your data collect it and then like they did apparently they stole it, it can have a really bad impact on, on what you do I guess as I said earlier, do I think the hashtag delete Facebook is going to affect, going to be useful and have an impact on their 2.2 billion users? Mm, probably not. There's an article here on Medium saying the Facebook business model um, is basically designed to collect and abuse personal data. As Facebook, it says here, Facebook let a firm called GSR scrape 50 million user profiles and send it on and sell the data to Cambridge Analytica, who was the um, firm in who um, used this data to manipulate electoral behaviour in favour of Donald Trump. That's why they were, um, why they're being 
being investigated because of you know breaking election rules and things like that. It was an investigation between Channel Four uh, and then a whistleblower did an interview with the Guardian, who said about. Whistleblower describes how firm linked to Trump, uh, former Trump advisor Steve Bannon Gopal uses data to target American voters. It says Cambridge Analytica had access to a Facebook app that harvested the personal data of 50 million Facebook users and is believed to have used that data to influence the US pres- presidential election and elect Donald Trump, or at least they have bragged so. Um, And in the same article, apparently, from 2010, um, privacy is no longer a social norm. It says the fact that they use it to influence the election is definitely going to kind of force people to think, oh, is it worth sharing that? What permissions am I giving these apps to use? And things like that. David Reed at d.reed says... Companies as large as Facebook must have a social purpose in the 21st century or they simply won't survive. This isn't a PR problem. It's a fundamental crisis in the company's values and mission. Chidi Nana, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong, at ZE Sage says, even people who use data from Facebook to market their businesses and make money are saying delete Facebook. So it's a huge issue that everyone becoming aware of and being more and tuning themselves more into this scandal and hashtag delete facebook makes a really good case for having a social media detox and is it needed and studies have shown that uh, deleting or deactivating your um, social media pages for a while can be really beneficial as on instagram and snapchat and things are so much vanity and like that in turn makes people jealous of other people's lives and then they go chasing something that isn't real. For example, Kim Kardashian. I have never watched or or been part of an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians in my entire life. I've never bought anything that they've ever done. Because they don't do anything. They just post pictures on Instagram. Like, how is that news? I'm sorry. Yeah, Kim made a sex tape. And what? It's nothing to be particularly proud of or famous for, I don't think. But also, it gives uh, serious FOMO, that's fear of missing out, for those who don't know, for people who maybe want to um, follow their lifestyle but can't, or, you know, you should follow people that inspire you and really make you feel positive about yourself. But going back to the detox thing, having said that, that, I... uh, I do spend a lot of time on my phone, so maybe I need one as well. But meditation and kind of being in the moment is is so important at the moment. Like they're really pushing for it. So apps like Headspace and Calm and all of these meditation apps are really popular because people want to take time away from their phones. Like me now, like most of the time, if I'm downstairs at home, I don't take my phone with me because. I don't want to sit there and be playing games all night rather than play rather than sitting with my family and having an intellectual debate or conversation. You know, so I don't really want to be missing out on some of those moments and, you know, we do have a laugh and, and you know, I, I don't want to be missing out on that all because I'm 
looking through Instagram, getting jealous of what people are doing, you know. Yeah, also, ending point for this is that looking at screens all the time can hurt both your eyes and your mind. Also, on with this episode, I'm going to um, post a link to a um, article all about the positive benefits of a social media detox, in case you ever need one or want to know what... Um, what good things can can come from it um i'm having an um next week's episode will be an interview with a mental health expert so um she can comment more on this and i will definitely tailor my questions to her about this so as a wrap up um are you going to be deleting facebook do you plan on reading the terms and conditions next time you sign up for a social media site or are you just gonna let them run wild with the data they have on you this week's episode thank you so much for listening and i hope that you have a lovely week if you want to follow me on social media you can i'm at amy talks podcast on twitter and just search facebook for amy talks oh also another thing the podcast is now on itunes exciting <laughs> it's very exciting so if you just download the podcast app on your phone or go to iTunes and just search in Amy Talks and scroll down to the podcast section and mine is a pink logo uh, with a white little speech button, uh, speech marks, speech bubble even, sorry, (laughs) in the middle with um, Amy Talks on it. So please do subscribe, it would mean the world to me. Until next time, bye!